This week's episode of Downsizing is brought to you by the follow-up to Vanity Fair's hit series Celebrities Take a Lie Detector Test. Celebrities get waterboarded. Hello and welcome to Downsizing, the only show by and for little piggy boys. I'm your host, future winner of RuPaul's Drag Race, Tim Down. Now let's get some of the uh, awkwardness and some of the more uncomfortable things out of the way first. You know, let's let's clear the air. Uh, if you have seen me in person recently, yes, yes, I am looking thin. I'm looking slimmer. I'm looking, shall we say, athletic? Dare we say athletic? I'm looking like, uh, you know, I'm looking like a shot putter, like a, a bronze medal shot putter is is the is the build i currently have um you know which previously it was gold medal sumo wrestler now i uh, the sumo sumo is not in the olympics of course but i think we can all infer from the context what, what i'm talking about um so while i've moved down uh as far as the uh placement on the podium uh, i've moved up uh well, uh, I've also moved down in weight, uh, moved up in slimness. I don't think that's a, a sliminosity, uh, slimnescence. Uh, I've lost some weight is what I'm trying to convey to you. Um, I know I previously mentioned that I'd lost a little bit, um, now I weighed myself over the weekend. First, at on Saturday, I weighed myself, and I weighed 299, uh, which is less than 300, which is good. The next day, Sunday, uh, for those of you that don't uh, quite have a grasp on days of the week yet, uh, Sunday, the following day, I weighed myself, and I was uh, 297. Uh, now, do I think that I lost two pounds in 24 hours? No, uh, I don't think that. Um, although I did have a pretty big sneeze on Saturday, so, you know, it's anyone's guess. Uh, but while I don't know if I'm exactly at 297 or, you know, whether I just had a big meal Friday night that led to me uh, clocking in a little higher, and I am actually at 297, I think what's clear one way or the other is uh, your boy's getting trim, uh, as I uh, subtly alluded to up front there. Uh, it's working. Whatever I'm doing is working. Uh, and what I'm doing is really mostly just ballparking it, you know? I'm eating a lot of Vector for breakfast, a lot of leftovers for lunch, and then, you know, something vegetarian for dinner. Um, and somehow or another that's working out. Uh, what's not working out is me, uh, not doing it that much the past couple weeks. Um, would love to tell you it's, it's for a really good reason. I'd love to tell you that I've got hip dysplasia or, uh, anemia or I don't know, uh, rickets. I'm not sure what rickets are, but rickets, um, and that's preventing me from going to the gym and working out. That's not the case. Um, although I did go to the gym today, uh, did cheeky little squats, did cheeky little leg curls, and did a cheeky little walk on the old treadmill. 
And let me tell you something that I got to witness that I thought was very fun. Now, a lot of the treadmills at my gym will get locked up and they'll say elevation stall, uh, which I guess means that you can't elevate it. And I guess that's a critical part of the of the operating system because uh, that means you can't use it at all. Even if you just want to walk in a straight line or even a slight decline, not an option. Um, so normally, if I see that's happen, I just go pick a different one, as most people do, which means, you know, you're down a couple treadmills, means a lot of them are full. But while I was walking on the treadmill, because I do walk and I do not run, um, I saw a guy try to use the one next to me, and it said elevation stall, and then he went around to the front, and I was like, oh, I think he's going to unplug it and plug it back in, and that, that should probably work. Um... I mean, that's interesting. Let me see if that's what he's going to do. And so I was watching the screen of his treadmill and I saw him pull on something and I saw the screen not change. And I thought, hmm, that's funny. Um, wonder what's going on there. Maybe it didn't, maybe, maybe it's got some weird battery thing. Uh, and then I looked up a little bit and saw the guy next to him had stopped walking uh, and his screen went dark because this guy uh, I guess just didn't, uh, just didn't really follow the wire back to his machine and, and didn't really double check and just fully unplugged this guy's treadmill mid run. Um, and I'm, I think he was probably had to have been walking too, because I imagine if he wasn't, he would have slammed his pelvis into the, <laughs> into the handlebars. Um, and one other thing I'll say about this that made me laugh is, uh, I don't know if I'm just have a low affect I don't have a lot of like physicality when I react to things, but uh, this guy um, literally like slapped his forehead and was like, "Oh my god, I'm sorry," but like just palm to the forehead. Like I can't even think of a reference. My one I keep thinking of is Home Alone, but I don't think that happens in that movie. But it's just it just seemed a little dramatic for what took place, and the guy in the treadmill. Um, at first glance, I thought he was being gracious being like, oh, don't worry about it. I think he was more just like, yeah, I don't care. Just, just plug it, plug it back in. I, I don't really need you to apologize. I just need you to, to plug my treadmill back in so I can keep going. You know, I'm trying to increase my, my VO2 max here right now. We're doing like a VO1 max. That's not how that works. That's, um, that's not how that works at all. Now, I'm no chemist, but uh, I do know enough to know that I'm very wrong in that. Um, and so that's unfortunate. I guess I probably should at some point mention uh, I am currently in a position that I take um, most work days at some point in the day. Um, and that is lying recumbent on a fainting couch. Uh, normally, I'm draped in... Uh, both a bathrobe and a company-branded blanket that I received for Christmas last year. Uh, currently, I'm not uh, in either. I'm just wearing... I don't know if why I feel the need to tell you what I'm wearing. Uh, I'm wearing ankle socks, some Under Armour shorts, and a shirt that I'm pretty sure I just took from my dad. It's a, it's a black shirt, the McGregor brand. Uh, so that's my fit check you can imagine um but yeah most mornings what i usually like to do is i like to 
sit down at my computer. I usually have maybe, let's say, 10 tickets. Fire off uh, as many as I can, maybe five or six. And then when I've got some some other ones left, I'll, I'll unplug the mouse, keyboard, HDMI port, all that, and then go lie down on this couch that is in the office and then put my laptop at an angle so that it's resting partially on my seat and partially on my armrest so it's at 45 degree angle so I can still read emails and type with one hand. Um, Get your mind out of the gutter. It's because it's hard to type at that angle with two hands. Now, uh, would my employer like uh, me to do it like that? Probably not. Uh, They probably wouldn't appreciate me um, taking it easy like that. Um, But I think there's probably a lot of things they wouldn't appreciate. And I think were they to listen to this show from the beginning, uh, they would have found a lot more objectionable things um, over the course uh, of this show's run. Which, of course, uh, as I've mentioned in the past, uh, when I first got hired at uh, company name, um, they have a clause that you can only mention them in a in a uh, positive light if you do mention them in social media of any kind. And, of course, I've elected to not name them at all because the fact that they have hired me and I am the way that I am, I think, reflects poorly on them. Uh, so I'm just I'm a real company man. Uh, and I'm doing that uh, for their sake as much as for my own. Uh, now, raised talk is around the corner. So maybe if uh, they give me a shitty raise, um, yeah, maybe I'll do I'll go I'll go full goblin mode and just name them, I guess. Uh, and then you can probably dox me, which uh, if you've been looking to maybe swat me or dox me or uh, send me anthrax or razor blades in the mail. Uh, maybe I'll give you a little clue for how you can do that. And then maybe, uh, maybe you'll make your way into an episode, uh, against the <laughs> advice of my legal counsel. I'm doing a lot of lawyer talk cause I just finished Better Call Saul. Um, which was great. I mean, I don't know what's there to say. I mean, everybody says it's one of the best shows better than Breaking Bad. Uh, I'm kind of inclined to agree. Um, and so that's the problem, you know? Like, it's not really that interesting to talk about how good something is. If it was okay, if it, or if it was not good, I'd have more to say. But it all kind of, it ticks all the boxes for me, you know? So, you know, what am I to say? <laughs> this is why this isn't a media review uh, podcast because I don't really have that many great opinions on media. Uh, most of the ones I do have opinions on are anime, and for the most part, uh, those are just the opinion that it's good and not at all cringe. Um, so that's also not the most interesting. So let's maybe stop talking about media. Uh, let's see. Well, let me tell you something. In spite of the fact that I did lose weight and uh, am going to continue to lose weight, uh, I did have a little bit of a bump in the road as far as the old diet goes. Because my parents are currently uh, in an undisclosed location visiting uh, my brother. And so that means um, my sister was, had the house to herself. So uh, my girlfriend and I decided to intrude on that 
and barge in and uh, have dinner with her. Incidentally, on the uh, on Super Bowl Sunday, so uh, I decided to make the one meal that I actually kind of know how to make, and that's pizza. So brought over some dough, brought over some sauce, uh, and then just threw some zaz in the oven. If, you, if you're picking up what I'm putting down, and uh, of course I burnt the roof of my mouth eating my pizza, um, which is uh, not the most flattering thing to do it's not the most it's not going to garner you a lot of respect but it is something that I did for sure um, but the problem is is today uh, I, I I also made a pizza for lunch uh, as a leftover uh, using the leftover dough that I had and I did have a, a what I would describe as a good reason for doing that and that is that I didn't want to refreeze the sauce, so I thought I'd use it up. So I rolled out the dough, got everything ready, and then realized that I'm pretty sure I forgot the sauce at my parents' house. So I ended up having to throw something together last minute. Anyway, made a, a full-on pizza for lunch, ate it all, uh, but but again, uh, burned the roof of my mouth. So it's it's sore. And is it a bad idea to have a pizza uh, like... Every, like one me, a, what am I trying to say? Why am I having such a hard time? At, normally, at least you'd go 24 hours or one full meal cycle uh, between pizzas. You have pizza for dinner one night. You have pizza for dinner the next night. I had pizza, cereal, pizza. So I'm not sure what kind of deficit I'm working with at the moment because I also had burgers and fries for dinner. Well, one burger, multiple fries. It was a Beyond Meat burger. However, that's like the holy trinity of of not healthy foods. Uh, you know, pizza, burger, fries. It's not really a lot. A lot of wiggle room there as far as a calorie deficit. So, may have uh, chipped away the old progress there. But that remains to be seen. Uh, I also made myself a mug of tea in preparation for this um, for this episode because, uh, my throat was feeling a little dry and I had been laughing pretty hard at some, uh, some clips of some drag queens. So, uh, yeah, but the problem is it's also quite hot, uh, and also burned the roof of my mouth. So I'm really just not learning any lessons, uh, of any kind, uh, whatsoever. Uh, also just to, to return to the, uh, what I'm wearing slash where I'm laying down. Uh, it's interesting cause I did make fun of Lex Friedman this week. Um, if you're not familiar with who Lex Friedman is, um, I'm not really sure how to describe him in a way that's fair because I don't really listen to much of his stuff. Um, I basically know him as one of the uh, Joe Rogan verse spinoff characters. Um, you know, the guys that will be brought on for one reason or another that, that just start their own podcast or have like a TikTok and, and they kind of grow based on their, their one appearance. He's like that kind of guy, but apparently he's also a researcher into AI and stuff at MIT. And let me tell you something. I would believe, I would not be surprised if it turns out that when he says he's researching AI, 
What he actually means is that he is a robot and he is AI and he is testing himself to see if he can come across as human. Because I don't think I've ever heard a more bored sounding person. And the only way that I could accurately describe it to you is the way that he talks makes it sound like he's filming every episode lying down in bed with his head slightly tilted up. And he also seems to be very enamored with like debate terminology. So like, you know, oh, that's a straw man argument. That's an ad hominem. Like he seems to say those things a lot. So he'll be talking to a guest and they'll mention like, um, yeah, it's, it sucks a lot of ass that the government will like just assassinate private citizens and he'll be there wearing his suit. And that's another thing where it's the same suit in every, every thing. It's a black suit with a black tie and a white shirt. Same thing all the time. That's just something a robot would do. I'm just saying something a cartoon character would do. And he's not very cartoonish. He's more robotic. So I'm just saying, I'm not trying to make any spurious accusations here. I'm just, uh, calling him like I see him, you know? But so in that case, he would usually respond some in some way like, oh, could you, could you steal man the case for, uh, the government, uh, having the authority or, or the purview or the, the, uh, inclination for, uh, assassinating, uh, citizens of the, of the country. And, and he'll just kind of, you know, do stuff like that. He asks very, he see, he, had, he's, He's found a way to appear both interested and completely uninterested in what he's discussing with with people. Uh, but he seems to be um, fairly popular. And he also has some good guests on. He had Magnus Carlsen, who's, of course, the uh, world champion chess, but the current world champ, reigning world champ for the past 10 years. Of course, uh, arguably the greatest chess player of all time. So well, some other chess people, as well as a bunch of probably weirdos that I'm not familiar with. But, you know, check them out if you want. Um, but I'm going to continue to tease them because that's what I like to do. I'm a big teaser. Uh, and I'm not talking about the trailer. Uh, and I, I don't really know what that... Um, I don't really know what that means. Uh, but listen, uh, there's another big thing that happened to me this week. Uh, and that is that I was shown pictures of myself from when I was, let's say, 18 to 21 or maybe 18 to 20. And uh, if you haven't done that recently, I suggest that you do because it's a real humbling experience. Because I think we walk around with this idea in our head of what we look like and what we have looked like. And maybe sometimes we think, oh man, when I was like 18, 19, I looked pretty good. I looked pretty, I looked pretty svelte. I was in shape. You know, uh, it's not necessarily the case for me, but I, I just had like an idea of what I looked like in my head. Um, and I was um, humbled, to put it bluntly. Um, I recently had someone comment saying, because uh, there's another redhead um, at a restaurant I was at, and he looked kind of like me in the in the very superficial way that redheads look like each other. And someone pointed out, oh, hey, it's, you know, it's good that you, it's, it's you know, it's nice you actually have complexion and like a lot of like redheads because they're very pale. Uh, and I said, yeah, I've always had a bit, of, I've never really been one of those super pale redheads. 
And that I have to apologize to that person because that is not at all true. Um, in these pictures, I am pallid. I'm ghostly. Uh, I look like my dad was made out of chalk. Uh, it's just not good. And then also, uh, I couldn't really grow facial hair. Um, I still can't. Yeah, I know. Beat you, beat, beat you all to it. Um, <laughs> but so it's just rough. I've got like a, a big old double chin. I look like, I mean, I can't even begin to describe what I look like. I look like a guy. I, I just look like an incel. You know, I look like a guy who gets just way too drunk at parties and becomes a liability for everybody, which incidentally uh, did happen to me a couple times. I, I don't want to say I, I made a, a habit of it, but it it probably was more than than three times. <laughs> so maybe maybe I just was that guy and uh, I don't want to come to terms with that. Or maybe, you know, listen, let me know in the in the comments below <laughs> if you're around me from that time. Uh, and by the way, I just want to I just want to mention something because maybe you're listening to this and you and you think, hmm, well, you know what? I actually do look at pictures of myself from when I was 18 and and I was actually really good looking. Like I was actually quite an attractive person. I, uh, you know, I chiseled jobs and shape. I was doing a lot of sports at the time. So shredded a good fashion sense. Um, if you're thinking that, if you, if that's your genuine thoughts on yourself, uh, I'm not going to, when I say this, I don't mean to say that you're wrong about the way that you looked, because I'm sure you did look very good. But what I am saying is that if you look back at pictures of yourself from that time and you think you look great, uh, you're just not a good person. You're just not, because there's no way that, that you could be, uh, and you know, I think there's something, you know, it's, it's one thing to look at pictures of yourself when you were like a teenager or a kid and be like, wow, it's so cringy. can't believe I looked like that. I can't believe I dressed like that. Why did I think that aviators were a good idea? You know, uh, but when you're looking at pictures from when you were like legally an adult and you look like a goober, that's just a whole different ball game. That's just a completely different set of feelings. Um, and I think that if you are attractive at that age, you, there's just no real reason to be a good person. Um, you know, and it's kind of my same theory about people that are tall. Um, I think people that are tall lack empathy. And I think the reason for that is because they're taller than other people. Um, so when people have their feelings hurt, they're not at eye level. So, you know, if you say something mean to somebody as a tall person, your default is looking over their head. So you don't see the reaction on their face. And so you never cultivate this feeling of, oh, the things that I say to people uh, are have an effect on them. And I should be a bit uh, maybe more mindful of the way that I speak to people and the things I choose to say to people. Uh, by the way, that also applies to short people. Uh, short people obviously have a similar issue where they can't uh, easily, they have to crane their neck to see people's facial reactions and it's not quite the same thing if you're attractive uh but i think it is similar where um if you're just good looking people are willing to forgive a lot i mean i think if we look at a lot of the actors that we see these you know 
are they the best actor? Maybe not. Right? Maybe they're not the best actor. Maybe there's not a great reason to pay them millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars, even because of their their craft. Maybe a lot of it has to do with the fact that people like to look at them. And there's not much wrong... There's nothing necessarily wrong with that, I guess. You know, there's nothing problematic I'm sitting up, in case you're wondering why things sound different. Um, but I think it does lead to a certain thing where maybe you tell a story that's not that interesting at all, or tell a joke that isn't very funny at all, but people still laugh, and people are still engaged, and people still ask you about things, and are just, generally speaking, very interested in you. Um, and then maybe you grow up, and you get a little older, and you get out of the 18 to 24 range, and now you're an adult, and you're not quite as, uh, shall we say, uh, <laughs> I was going to say fuckable, but my cat just walked in, and it, it just felt improper. Um, but maybe you've just not, not as much of a looker as you once were. And that's fine. That's completely normal. That happens to everybody. Uh, but maybe you never realized that people were mainly nice to you because you were good looking and not necessarily because you were the... Um, the, the the most uh, scintillating conversationalist. And then you start to wonder why people aren't treating you so good. And you think maybe, oh, shit, it's a generational thing. Or uh, this new generation doesn't know what's up. Or I'm entitled to this kind of treatment for very little effort. Uh, and then you become like, I don't know, a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Also, I do know that it, it really implicitly in this conversation is it saying like, because I wasn't that attractive, uh, I am somehow a much better person because of it. Or am, you know, that that makes me better. Uh, and um, obviously, I think that's, that's not the case. Um, but maybe I was thinking that a little bit when I was saying it. Maybe that's, maybe that's what I was, maybe that's what was going through my mind. Um, so that was a little bit self-righteous and a little bit, maybe, what's the word? Uh, self-aggrandizing, annoying, self-important. So uh, as a bit of a palate cleanser, um, here is the, the number one guest of the Downsizing Podcast, my cat Walter. He's just tucking into some kibble right now. Uh, seems to be enjoying it. I was trying to get him to smell the microphone because I think that's a funny sound. Uh, but he was pretty pretty hell bent on on getting some some kibble into him. Uh, so unfortunately, I don't know if we'll be able to get that able to get that sound bite this week. Let me try again.
I'll find treats for him. You probably come running. But I don't have treats. I don't even have treats for myself. So that's neither here nor there. Uh, maybe the cat break was not a good idea. Maybe I've lost a little bit of steam. Uh, taking a little break for my son. And he is my son. Uh, and it is the same as having a kid. So uh, you can be upset about that as much as you like. But having a cat is like having a kid in every way. And it's as hard. And if you find it more difficult having a kid, I think you might just be a bad parent. So, hate to be the one to break the news. But, uh, well, somebody has to. So, I'll be expecting my thank you card uh, in the mail. And I do accept cash and checks. Checks made out to cash. Because I'm not incorporated. And I would like to hide it from the government. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that concludes this uh, this week's episode of the Downsizing Podcast. Of course, the podcast that is about weight loss, uh, but is also uh, in many ways not about weight loss in the slightest. And historically has been the story of weight loss, weight gain, weight gain, weight maintenance. So more maintenance, gain, loss, maintenance. Loss, maintenance, maintenance, gain, gain, uh, and now loss. So, uh, if this is your first episode, I think I basically just summed up the whole the whole show for you, so you don't have to go back to listen to the old episodes. Um, you're pretty much caught up, I'd say. Uh, so anyway, as always, you can send me a little email at downsizingpod at gmail.com or you can follow me on Instagram at accessibility underscore Caucasian. Uh, of course, tune in next week to see if I interview my cat uh, yet again. Take the time like I think you should Wanna see you do the crime like I know you could